Who am I? Good day, listeners. Welcome to another podcast for dreamers, achievers, and explorers. Today's episode, we want to look at something that is near home. Something that each one of us said that we have witnessed, we've been part of it, or somehow we know about it. We want to talk on abusive relationships. Why in in the first place must there be abuse in a relationship? If people come together with a heart that is open to each other, yielding to each other, telling each other sweet things and saying, you are the best thing that have happened to me in life. You are the, you know, the flower that smells, that brings forth so, so much fragrance to me. You are this, you are that. What then will be the rationale behind abuse in a relationship? Is it not something that should be um, unthinkable? Something that should really not happen? If two people have uh, covenanted or chosen to date themselves, it's because they have found out that they are able, they, they can connect together and they are able to move forward in life. But uh, life is not so. And so we want to look at abusive relationships. First and foremost, let me define the word abuse. Abuse is, for me, is a construct of two words, which is the first word, A-B-A-B, and the next word, use. I normally just look at it that the A-B represents abnormal. So, abuse, for me, I will really define it as abnormal use. When a little child sees a microphone. The little child doesn't know what is, the microphone is used for. The little child will take that microphone and begin to bang it because that is what children will do. But for a grown-up who knows the use of a microphone that is supposed to be used to speak, so that it could bring out your voice better. If the adult is using that microphone for something different, then we could say that this is abuse. And one of the things that I think we all know is that when, when we do not, our purpose is not known, we hear such term, abuse becomes inevitable. So what really happened? When two people whose hearts are knitted together, I suppose, eventually now falls out that it has now become a matching or a bossing ring in that same home. What has happened? What has gone wrong? You know what? We try to blame that, oh, the man changed in between, the woman changed along the way, but I want to submit to you, that is a blatant lie. 
the person was the same from the very get-go. You know, you hear such things when they say love is blind. To be honest with you, love is not blind. It's the couple, the people that chose to come into the relationship that have decided that they want to be blind to a lot of issues. If you choose to be blind, then also be ready to endure the consequence that will come out of it. Love should never be blind. The first thing I always tell the people close, who are very close to me when they are going through a relationship, I first of all say to them, especially the women, I said, do not be emotional about this relationship. Your emotions must be set aside. At this point in time, you must think with your head. Do not let your heart be involved yet. Reason being that, as you progress in this relationship, you are going to see some things you might not like. And because your heart is not yet involved, you are able to make rational decisions. Like I always will say, it is better to have a broken relationship, a broken engagement, than to have a broken marriage. You and I have a responsibility to understudy, look at what might not work out. We should not go about with this notion like, if I don't marry, it's like life has cheated me. No. I know that it is something we all desire. I, I, I think for me, when I was believing God for a wife and it was not coming, I was told, oh, you need to go to a party. At this point, I was born again and I said to myself, I wasn't going to any party, I wasn't going to any club. They said, oh, you cannot get a girl, uh, you know, in the office. Uh, maybe you get, you know, your office. I also have a policy uh, because I was occupying a top level management that I don't want to have a relationship with anybody within my office. So those were rules that I, I, I placed to guide myself. And the other place, oh, the library, uh, the church, I also said in the church, unless God was leading me to someone, I wasn't just going to look at anybody and say, oh, don't see the Lord. Well, you know, a lot of people, a lot of us will do that. I wasn't, I, I was looking for a companion. I was looking for a friend. I was looking for someone that we could both start life together. That was what I was looking for. And one day, I made up my mind and I said to God, Lord, I do not see anywhere in the Bible that it says that one of the requirements to making heaven is that you must be married. Since that requirement is not there, then marriage is not necessary, so to speak. And I'm ready to forgo marriage for the purpose of knowing you, walking the path that you have set for me. And that was when God said to me, no, I did not call you to be uh, a celibate. I, I call you, you can serve me with marriage. But you have to understand that marriage needs to go through a process. You need a strong foundation to be able to maintain a good home. Thank God I listened to the Almighty God. 
Thank God that I wasn't hasty looking for quick fix. I was looking, let's quickly just get it done. And that is the problem that happens to a lot of people. Oh, societal pressure, telling them, oh, look at your mate. They already have two children. Here you are. You finished school. You were the best student. That person did not do uh, so well compared to you, but this person is not settled. Uh, there's a way they look at people who don't have a relationship or not settled in a home. They just begin to look down and that societal pressure begins to come on you and then you now just feel, mm, okay, let me just do it. Don't do it. Your life, you only have one life. Do not truncate your life because you want to please anybody. You have to understand that any relationship you get into, you will be accountable for it. Nobody pushes you to it. Never you come up and say, oh, my parents, oh, my uncle, this. No, 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 no. You have a responsibility to yourself. On the day you will stand before God, you are not going to tell God to say, my parents, my uncle, my brother, my friend. No, 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 no. You are the one. Now, what is the reason why there are abuse in relationships? I will start with a story that really, really, you know, broke my heart. I had this friend while I was growing up, very pretty girl, intelligent. I was dating this guy that, uh, for me, was, uh, was a, a guy that was going nowhere. He, he, he was a, what you could call a rough guy. Like then we'll call him, we'll just say this guy is a ruffian. We didn't understand why this girl was so much in love with this guy. To even complicate issue, we even now got to know that this guy smoked weed. So we are like, okay, this is a girl, a well-brought-up girl, a well-trained person. How did it happen that her way is now being locked to someone, a not-so-good-for-nothing guy that is, uh, we, can't, we can't put the, we can't tie it together. Because we are close to each other, she is able to talk to me how this guy will beat her. And this is a girl that is so intelligent, will beat her to a point that will tell the girl, I don't want to see you again. Don't come near me. You come near me, I'm going to finish you. And the girl will now say, but I love him. Stupidity. That is what I called it. You love someone who is beating you, laying hands on you physically, and you are still saying you love this person. It was from there I now understood that before a guy lays hand upon you, the person would have first and foremost decimated you emotionally. 
So they were emotional abuse. This is a girl that is so intelligent. This is a girl that was a high flyer. But by the time she met this guy, the guy has reduced her to a nobody, telling her she cannot even construct anything, telling her she has no capacity to, to even speak. She cannot relate. She cannot carry any argument. And this is a girl that is in the, she's a high flyer. Based on all this pull down and push down by this guy, the lady, this our friend, no longer had confidence in herself. Whatever the man said to her is what she was ready to do. She felt that this was love. She felt that she had a man who could control her, who could tell her what to do, who could say, no, you can't do this. She felt, she felt this was a man of authority. She did not understand that this was abuse. Most times, her, her face is swollen. It's, it's, just, it's just unthinkable. I, want, I once watched one movie that really touched my heart. If you have time, search for it. It's called A Cry for Help. This was a young lady who fell in love with a factory worker and was bringing food for this factory worker. The lady was in love with her. The guy was in love with this lady. But you know, because factory workers, at a point, they started taunting the guy. Oh, your, your girl is coming again. Oh, your girl is bringing food for you. You know, you are now a guest, a guest boy. And the guy didn't like it. The guy told the girl, don't bring food for me. What's your problem? But you know, the girl just said, I'm in love. And she started bringing. The, I'll just give you a summary of what happened. At the end of the day, this guy beat this girl so much to the point that the girl parents, sister, they, they, they have to find a way. When the girl got pregnant and came to tell the guy, oh my God, when the guy got her beating, use blow in that stomach that she says she's pregnant. What are you are you okay? What is your problem to tell me you are pregnant? It was so painful, tears rolled out of my eyes. Because I just saw her as if she's my sister. At the end of the day, there was a court action that said, hey, a restraining order. Don't go near this girl. But you know what? This guy cannot after doing all the nonsensical things, she, he now comes and I'm sorry, I don't know why this happened. What do you mean? You don't know what happened to you. And you know, with all due respect, some of these people that are in abusive relationship, they are so sold out to lies that they just give in. She gave in. And this guy took her. I don't know what came upon, upon him. He took a knife and started stabbing this girl at the back of her spinal cord to the point that this girl became paralyzed. Is this what relationship is all about? I don't think so. 
I don't think so. Relationship is supposed to help each other. The concept that God had in mind when he was bringing people into a relationship is so that there will be synergy in the life of the people. Whatever the man cannot do, the woman will complement. Whatever the woman cannot do, the man will complement. It is not supposed to be a bossing ring. This is the problem. That when a relationship starts, the people, the first thing, when are we getting married? No one is interested in knowing what is the vision, what are you running with. The lady should be able to know from the man what is the vision that you have for us. What are we going to run on? What will be, how will our future be like? You cannot just come to a relationship and all the guy does is take you to a restaurant you see that he buys you good food if, if you are into wine. He, he, he gives you wine and you, you come back, you say, oh my God, this guy is supersonic. Oh, I met this guy. He's just the best. You have no idea. You are not going to run a relationship or a marriage based on good words. You are going to run a relationship, a marriage based on ideas. What ideas does he have? What is the vision? That is one major issue that a woman needs to evaluate. Until you know the vision the man is running with, you have no, you should not come into that relationship. The Bible says from the very beginning that God said, I'm giving to Adam a, 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 someone like him who will be his helpmeet. A woman can only be your helpmeet or helpmate when you have something for the woman to help you with. If you have nothing and all you are doing is you are just a fine boy, no pimples, or you have social re relationship. That is all. There is nothing. Your fine face is not going to put food on the table. The woman must understand that a woman has the capacity to stay in a relationship longer than the man. Once the man understands that he's been able to use emotional blackmail, um, abuse, emotional abuse on the woman and has gotten over her, the man is ready to use her. The man knows anything he asks for, the guy will do it. I cannot understand how a man has no job, has nothing he's doing, and tells the girlfriend, to go and sleep with a friend that is ready to, that is doing so well, in order for that person to give them money. It doesn't make sense to me. But these are the things that happen, all in the name 
of love. But you know what? It is actually not love. It is lust. You and I must be able to differentiate between lust and love. Love is a process that you have chosen to walk on a path of destiny in order to bring about a conceivable end that will bring in benefit to both parties and to the offspring that will come through that. Lust is a, a flesh or selfish desire to fulfill one personal desire to the detriment of the other party. Lust is so powerful. Love has sense. Love takes time. Love is a person. Because the Bible tells us God is love. You cannot love someone. You cannot tell me someone loves you when the person lifts up their hand to touch you. Wrong, wrong, and will always be wrong. Any man who will ever lift up their hand to touch a woman is not a man. Any woman who allows a man to lift up their hand to touch them, that woman has not grown up. She needs to re-examine her head. A woman must understand that you are not a decorative accessory. You are a person that needs to be respected. I will end this here and take up another recording, uh, speak on abusive relationship again. Because there is, there is a lot we can learn from on this area. For until we come again, please visit my website, paulugobor.com. And if you have any comments, suggestions, questions, please go ahead and send in those comments, suggestions, or questions. Uh, until we come again your way with another episode of Who Am I? God bless you and have a wonderful day. Bye for now.